Well, dear listeners, TK just interrupted me when I was trying to share with you. <laughs> you could have just started again. No, this is going to be it now. <laughs> uh, in this episode, we go into TK's chart, don't we, TK? We dive deep. We do. And we have some aha moments uh, because I've spent a couple of days this week diving into TK's astrology and her nu- numerology and her liquid crystals to help her move through this on the cusp feeling that you've been having. During the conversation, Amanda helped me shed many layers of judgment around why I nap so much amongst many of my other behaviors that I know worked for me, but because I had never heard someone else have these sorts of things, I was like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Or like, you know, am I super tired? Do I need more vitamins? When actually Amanda just gave me a solution. It's like, this is how you're kind of programmed. I'm like, oh, it all makes sense now. Mm, So we're going to dive into all that and more on the show. So enjoy everyone. Hey, I'm TK. I'm Tash. And I'm Amanda. We're business besties and soul sisters chatting about business as a spiritual practice, working from the inside out. So I kind of have like, it's like a double-edged sword. There's like two parts. Um, so Amanda, to almost answer your question today, um, I can't almost remember past this morning and even then it's foggy. I don't know. I think I'm still like, I have to go back on my calendar and look at what my week has been. It might've, yeah, it might've right. been an up-leveling week. Yeah. And when there's an up-leveling week, you kind of can't remember what came before because you're in the moment. And I think as well, I'm currently processing something. So from this morning, um, I... From sorry, dear listener, I have a call on Friday mornings with Tash and her mum, and I literally feel like I'm still in a vortex. And one of the things that was kind of like the electric shock and like my foundations are cracked now is around owning my worth, but the next level of that. And I think this comes back to being connected in and owning that. So I guess the conversation right now is me knowing that there are parts of myself that I need to own or step more into. And that's kind of like where I am coming back to the start of this conversation and being like, like the ascension, but like, I almost want to force it along already. Like, I'm kind of sick of being here. I'm like, okay, cool. I know there's more cracks to happen. I don't know how that's going to happen. How can I make it happen? Can you just like hurry up and make it happen already? Are you ready for a little bit of your astrology, TK? I am. As long as it's going to help me own my worth and anything else. As long as it's going to help me. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. I don't know. I'm ready. Also, can you drop some nuggets around the 21st of December? Because everyone's blowing up about that, but I'm sure it's coming. Look, the biggest nugget I would drop is that the 21st December in Australia is actually the 22nd of December because the 21st is when it happens overseas. And also it's a portal. So it's around the 15th to the 17th to the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. It's just a portal. And essentially it's a conjunction that's similar to a conjunction that happened at the beginning of this year of planets I mean conjunction of planets so the big a big kind of conjunction of planets that happening at the beginning of this year which is um so incredibly rare is again happening at the end of this year but in a slightly different um way so it's got a different flavor to it um so just the feelings that we've been having is um like this energetic feeling we've been having but more <laughs> like is there yeah. more is should yeah. we expect uh 
a greater degree of this feeling that we've already been feeling. To be honest, that's as far as I've dived into it so far because I've just literally been trying to get through this week. It was just really, (laughs) really interesting, TK, because um, going into some of the work that I was doing for you this week in terms of, I've called it a purpose reading, but I don't even, you know, that might be what it is. And it's like a combination of astrology and numerology and liquid crystals. And I've, I've like molded it all together because they all talk about the same things. I can see the patterns. I can see the connections between these like um, teachings that teach us our purpose and teach us how to find our purpose and that sort of thing. Um, And it's, it's, crazy how connected in you are with the spirit world and and the spirituality and the ability to manifest is just it was just pinging all the way through it and I was like I'm so jealous you lucky bitch like it's all like available to you and I thought this is really interesting because like you just said before you see us and Tash and I in our space and feel like you're a little bit separate from it and in actual fact, the process that you're in right now that I'm that I've been witnessing, and I should preface that your astrology chart literally says that you are here to follow your own guidance and your own truth. So even though I'm gonna be sharing stuff with you, yeah. obviously it's not necessarily the total truth. You take it's really on you to take whatever you take. Yeah, yeah. So there's sort of three parts of it that I could see, but the first part which is a weakness that you're here to master Mm -hmm. is feeling the clarity through developing your intuition. Oh yes. And yes. So it's actually, and and this is huge because, you know, there's lots of aspects to um, our astrology chart, but this is a huge piece. So the word intuition doesn't come up in my astrology chart much and, or in my, my, um, you know, liquid crystals or my numerology, but for you, it comes up again and again and again. Part of the fact that it's part of your purpose means there's an aspect that's a weakness that you're here to develop. What your chart is saying is that clarity and clearness are part of your purpose. And don't worry, I've written it all down, so I'll send it to you. But that clarity and clearness becomes muddy and there's a buildup of mental energy on the, on the astral plane for you. It builds up when you're too busy and you're too uncontrolled. And when you're in too much logic, too much, too much information gathering, too many facts, too many details, too much seeking outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then it, you start struggling. You struggle between defining your emotional, mental and spiritual self And that's when you start feeling really unclear on your purpose, really vague, really fuzzy, really directionless. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from the fact that you do get the intuitive hit, but then you impulsively switch to logic as your guide, overthinking and second guessing. And you you, you go into that mental plane Mm -hmm. rather than trusting the instinct. But also one of the big things to understand is that you have come into this life with like fully developed repertoire in terms of learning knowledge being able to perceive things outside yourself collecting details gathering information seeing all points of view 
when you focus too much on those things, instead of focusing on the feeling in you that's all-knowing and that intuition, the feeling that you don't have to do it all by yourself and logic your way through it, then that's when things will start flowing for you. That is so funny in a really good way. Like, in a, like I've definitely had those moments where I've got something, it's like, go do this. I'm like, no, no, but it doesn't make sense. And normally I follow it except when it involves money and then I'm like, no, 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 we have to say, stay safe. So that's really good reaffirming. Thank you. And that is part of your chart, which we can go through. Yeah. Certainly, I mean, we're going to be friends forever, so there's plenty of time to go through these things. But yeah, particularly for you, that the that aspect of your life, yeah. there is some healing to do. Yeah. But the the thing that I wanted to offer you is that when you're focusing all on that aspect of yourself or aspect of your life, mm-hmm. it's like you're overdeveloping it, and then that's what's causing the buildup on the mental plane because you already came in with those skills highly developed, like the car's already waxed. And you're trying to put more wax on the car. It's like, no, 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 you need to wax off the car. You know, that like Karate Kid reference. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing that I was able to see was that an easy way for you to clear all this mental energy, all this buildup on the astral plane is actually during your dream state. So your dream state is very important for your evolution, funnily enough. And I thought this is so funny. She can just evolve while she sleeps. And funny because you like to go to sleep when, like, you get put to sleep. My body literally knocks me out when I get brain. The buildup was a really great word. I don't know if you knew this about me, but my body literally makes me go to bed and knocks me unconscious even for 15 minutes when I need to process. When I'm too much in my head, I need stuff to drop in. My body literally knocks me unconscious. It's like, go to bed. That is interesting. Yeah, that's, I, I, I even didn't see that connection. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually like, holy shiz, wow, this this stuff works. Okay, I'm on, I'm on the right path. Because, yeah, it literally says that you, you use your dream state to help clear the mental plane. And you can do it intentionally by going to lie down and just saying, okay, my, my benevolent spirit team, my, you know, guidance team, I am intending to clear my mental plane now so I can have a clear connection between you and me. Mm. So during my sleep state, can you please, and you're telling your subconscious as well to do it, can you please do this in my dream state? And it, it, it'll happen. Oh, it does. I wake up completely clear-headed. Uh, also, just something that came through when you started talking, Amanda, about the chart is maybe examine this idea of what you think a spiritual person who is uh, living in an expanded consciousness looks like. Like, that Mm. I would hazard a guess that you are just living it moment to moment and you don't realize that you are. And so when you turn to examine it is when you're on the other side of it. Like, that's when you're outside of that feeling. So like, oh, I need to be connected. But because you've questioned the connection, you get thrown out of the connection and then you're like, oh, why am I never connected? You're like, no, because you literally are always connected. And maybe there's this idea of what a person who is doing that looks like. Because we'll admit there is a certain uh, like look and feel to someone who is on a spiritual journey, who is on an awakening, who is doing this as part of their life. And that's not necessarily someone who is just living their 
life doing their business, not knowing that they're tapped in. Because what you do automatically and naturally is something that other people have to try to do. Coming back to the tapped in and me feeling, that's another thing I get is I literally get almost like physical taps on my shoulder being like, hey, like stop, tune into that. And it's funny how you use tapped in because I'm like, oh yeah, like that's one of my anchors is my peeps are like, hello. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to send you a whole thing talking about developing your intuition here. Thank you. But the other thing I wanted to share with you, Mm -hmm. and again, I'll I'll send this document. Can I just say something before you go on to your next point? is I know we spoke a few podcasts back and this is just even more validation, but I had so much judgment about how much I slept and about having naps. And I know on our last podcast episode, we spoke about the nine to five and how that doesn't work for us anymore. But even like the idea of sleeping in or napping during the day or just knowing that I work in different different rhythms and cycles knowing that that's how I clear, like almost having that validation. Good. It's just like yeah. another layer of judgment has just left. Like it's almost like a cloak. Oh, I'm so glad. Like a cloak has just been left. It's like, okay, cool. Like I'm just having naps now because I've got a mental buildup. 100%. And that's how you clear your mental plane. And that's so important. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you, actually. So much. Thank you. That's all right. Oh, well, there's like four pages more, but we won't go into <laughs> all four pages. Um, but yeah, definitely – I'm, there's a lot in your chart around this polarity and it's it's the one of the big challenge for you in this life, the polarity of knowledge is truth, logic is truth, and this higher intuition, this personal truth, or I like to call it spirit truth. Or collective truth as well. Like you could, you'll probably be tapped into the collective truth that's happening. Yes. And so you are here to, to, to sort of harmonize those aspects within yourself and you if you I wonder sometimes if you reflect on um your life it takes us sometimes you know maybe till we're 30 to realize the gifts that we have that come naturally and the minute that you do then this stickiness that you're in happens because you're ready to leap into the expansion but you're not quite like you're not quite sure where where that expansion is meant to be. And of course, that's what our astrology chart can show us. And so your chart is talking about you are here to help manifest a new age, to be a compassionate humanitarian leader who brings innovative thoughts, original thought to the world. That's all very much about building new pathways and linking people, linking things, linking frequencies, linking ideas, that helps to evolve collective consciousness, helps to evolve universal mind. And it's interesting because your chart is very clear. These original thoughts and innovative ways come through your connection to your spirit team. And I I, I just I just nearly fell off my chair because your chart literally says you were part of a spirit team in the subtle realms and you put up your hand and said, I'm going to come to earth and I'll be your physical person here. And so they're all waiting for you to talk to them. And the other interesting thing of your chart says you're here to, um, because you're here to birth a new age, it's very much about working with people and working with groups and you get your creative energy when you're working with people. 
So it's like you have two teams. You have your spirit team and you have your earth team. And we had talked about that and you'd gotten really excited about it on episodes ago. And I was like, oh my God, it literally says earth team. This is crazy. So that was, I mean, I've gone into that quite a bit in here, which will spark ideas and and fall in. Was there one other thing that I wanted to share with you that I thought was crazy? Can I just say something on that? So I actually got a bit of sadness that came up because I know there have been inklings of where I'm meant to be in the world, like physical locations and countries that I have not honored. And now knowing that I haven't honored that, like a bit of sadness actually arose being like, oh my goodness, I've been a terrible team player. Oh, I think there's a time and a time and a place and you have to be ready and they're waiting for you to be ready. They're not in the subtle realm being like god that bitch I like seriously like she said like, she was gonna do it and yeah, then like, she um, hasn't and no what happened to new york and italy and africa like we're still here waiting well it's interesting because your chart also talks about the fact that because you are here to help birth a new age you've often felt like things places and circumstances feel like or you feel like you're ahead of your time and so you've kind of had to wait for things to happen and so maybe not necessarily in that that context of traveling, but certainly I was like, oh, the context of working at the cinema so long makes so much sense because um, the world wasn't ready for you yet and you kind of knew that, so you were just kind of waiting. Yeah, obviously you you tell us how you feel because that's the, all I can do is as my best and I will get better and better because co- communication is my skill to share from the chart. But And I say this for the listeners as well but it's on you to process through your experience through your lens and through your understanding and confirmations like like you'll get a hit when something is truth for you like you'll feel a rising of um that intuitive hit in however that comes through for you but like you'll know you'll get that and be like oh damn that was truth and other parts might not be truth for right now they might be truth for later And sometimes like when Tash and I talk, it will be days until something lands in my heart. Like she'll tell me something and then it won't be a couple of days until my heart goes, oh yeah, there's truth that I see and feel. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And like sometimes it takes me days for it to drop in how it needs to drop in. Like someone will give me like on Saturday when we did a workshop and they're like, oh, it needs to be like this. And my like inner rebel is like, ugh, don't tell me what to do. And then I have to just sit with the discomfort of not liking being told what to do until it drops in in the way that I need it to drop in for it to be my truth. And I'm like, oh, they were totally right. But it needed to come through in the way I needed it to come through, not necessarily the wording that someone else gives it. So even though like Amanda might use these wording, but it might not drop in yet until your right wording comes through for that. Do you know what I love about that? sorry, bring it back to a little practical sense for a second, um, is a quote that's kind of been hovering around my awareness because I think of this mental buildup is implementing at the like, very short rate of like learning something. So learning something and very quickly implementing it. But there have been things I'm like, ah, oh, but like, eh, like it hasn't quite landed for me, but I know it's landing. And so Tash, I think you beautifully articulated it in almost giving myself questions to be on my team being like, okay, how does this need to land for me? And telling them to almost take it and translate it into how it can land into my DNA so that I can embody and go and execute. Absolutely. That's mm. really cool. 
Because right now I've been, I'm sitting on a whole bunch of things. I'm like, okay, I know I need to implement you, you and you, but it hasn't dropped in yet. And it's almost like I just haven't been deliberate in being like, okay, can you please go take this? Like go make it how it needs to be so that it can just land in my DNA and I get it. And then we can continue on this merry ascension life. Like translated in my language. Yeah. And you definitely have some learned behaviors of having to be self-sufficient and not asking for help. And I mean, I know that's, we can all say that's true, but you know, there's definitely an inclination to do things by yourself and be self-sufficient. And so it is a practice of expanding into this. Okay. Mm. Knowing that I'm working with my co-creators in the subtle realm and knowing that I have teams of, you know, people here on earth who I can reach out to and work with as well. Definitely that feeling you were talking about before, like you feel like you're on the edge of something. You feel like something's changing. You feel like, yeah, this being intentional of clearing your mental and astral plane before you go to sleep, during your sleep, once you start doing this, it says that you're going to, um, sorry, I don't want to say you're going to, but that step, the potential of that step is that it's going to bring the clarity you're looking for and the type of clarity that takes you into a completely new life direction. And that's what you're on the cusp of. I just got goosebumps. Um, Funny, so I do a daily reflection and often this happens right at night. And there is one category that I maybe have hit once in two months. And that's like, did I turn off for the night? As in, did I actually stop and, you know, relax and physically turn my mental mind off? And I know a couple of episodes ago, I was saying how I'd basically gone down the Netflix route. And I think that's definitely one way is it actually frees up my mental bandwidth. So things can almost assimilate on ways, like I guess subconsciously or energetically, but I've always had a bit of guilt around that as well, being like, oh, but this isn't productive. And I could just get like this one more physical implementation thing created versus like actually being kind on myself and being like, and I think right now almost treating movies like a business practice or whatever gives me that mental space similar to sleeping. I used to reread the same books. Well, I used to. I reread the same books over and over again because I don't actually... So taking on a new book means that I need to hold the story in Mm. my brain because I need to remember what came before so that I can uh, get the new bits of the story. But if I reread things, it's actually just so that my brain is busy and so that I can just switch off from trying to solve problems and actually just rest like my brain can rest while I'm reading because I already know what happens like I already know what's coming up I'm not needing to think about the story I can just be immersed in that moment of brain rest not um, solving the world's problems as my brain wants to do and you know um it's funny that you mentioned book reading because that's something I started this week and and I realized it needs to be fiction it can't be like self-help yeah, it yes. needs to be fiction. It needs to be story. I've been noticing a lot lately that my Claire audience is getting louder and louder and it gets louder when I try to go to sleep because I'm go- I'm getting into those, um, what do you call it, alpha ways or whatever. And that's not always helpful when you're trying to go to sleep and also when you're new to it. And so new to Claire audience developing is what I'm saying. And I have noticed the last couple of nights because Matt and I have been talking about different things that I could be doing is I started reading some of his crazy fan. I say fantasy. I always think when I say fantasy, I always think like sexy, (laughs) but no, 
it's not sex high fantasy, fantasy you could call it yeah right so it's like off into galaxies blah 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 and it's and it's like cleared and created mental like a mental space and a mental even like a boundary i'd say because I've been able to just, um, like you say, switch off a little bit, but get my mind to be thinking about something else that's not a development thing. So it's it's like creative visualization that your mum teaches in meditations, Tash. And she talks about how when she shares her meditation processes and, and the creative visualization processes that she gets you to do in a meditation, it's often so that your mental mind can get out of the way and let the unconscious do its work and that's a little bit like when I'm reading the fiction I've noticed this week is oh I'm letting my mental mind get out of the way. Do you want to know one practice I actually missed from the cinema? Um, I didn't realize how many downloads I used to get because it was just my normal. It's like Tash how you describe that like your being is just your first language um, is we used to make our hand make our chop tops at work and sometimes you might have like you know a four-hour chop top shift and you just like a lot of people used to play music. I would just have it silent. And because you were doing like the same repetitive movements, my brain would just go in all these crazy places. I'd almost used to always have to keep a little piece of paper and a pen just so I can scribble them out. And that would be like four hours at a time. That my brain just had ways of assimilating information. And I know at the very start, we talked about actually creating space. And I was like, I have not created space for those sorts of things to come in, but almost in a way as well where I've got a repetitive movement apart from gym um, where I do that just so things can drop in. I think in. physical stuff is actually going to be important for you too. I couldn't tell you why. I can't tell you where that is in your chart or whatever. I just have a sense that being active physically is important for that process, not just a repetitive thinking task, but a repetitive doing task. Yes. And so so the, the question is, What's your chalk top task now? Like that's that's yeah. actually your goal now. It's like in my life to create a chalk top kind of task. And what could that be? Baking. It was actually baking for a while, except then. And you have like, to eat you know, all the things like, you bake. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they were quite delicious. So I was like, okay, we need to find I a new thing. I baked so much because I just love baking. Well, there are different reasons I love baking, but that's probably one of them. But then I'm like, oh, no. Now I have all of these things that are not particularly good for me that have to be eaten. And I don't particularly like sweets. What do I do with all of this stuff? And I obviously considered making a business out of baking because everything needs to be a business. Um, and then I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I enjoy it enough. Like I don't want to lose the enjoyment of it by uh, making a business out of it. But it is interesting that the, there are repetitive tasks within that. Wow, I just want to see what thing you come up with now. Well, I think maybe massage or something, like foot massage or something. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. I mean, I know for me, when I know there's a spiritual aspect to it, like it's it makes actually wanting to do, I don't want to say mundane activities, but for me, I'm like, oh, if scrubbing the shower is going to be my top chop top, oh my gosh, I'm just going to go scrub the shower because... I know the benefit of that to me is this spiritual connection that I'm going to give myself. Um, so maybe it could be gard gardening. I mean, um, I'll, I, I have to look at your chart for some more ideas. <laughs> well, do you know what just dropped in, dropped in, um, is literally last night at like midnight, 
uh, right before I edited our last show notes for the podcast is I committed to doing a triathlon out of all things. That's awesome. Triathlon, geez. Yeah, yeah just, just casually. Yep, just casual triathlon. So I'm a natural swimmer. That's fine. We know that. The biking, oh, the biking I can deal with. It's the running that's probably going to be the test. Okay. Um, but they have like baby, they have baby marathons or triathlons. Mm-hmm. So there's one I'm going for, but there's like the next step down, which is like a little bit kind. It's like a two kilometer run and a 10 kilometer ride. But the swim isn't very long. And I'm like, oh, well, that's annoying. But also I was very scared of the commitment because I'm like, yeah, but what happens if that doesn't feel good in two weeks time? That was my only hesitation with that. I mean, I don't know if I have anything in my chart about that, but. This is the second guessing. So this is what we're talking about. How you muddle yourself up is that you've had that intuition. You've gone, oh, yes, this feels right. I'm going to do this marathon. And then little and then you you tinker back into the twinkling the second guessing the logic like oh but this doesn't make sense oh what if I don't enjoy that that was exactly what my friend said he's like I was like oh but like what swimmers do I need to wear and what bike do I need he's like that sounds like a backing out question which I guess in this translation is a logic question he's like let me know when you decide and we'll have those conversations so okay all right well that's a fun time I think particularly for your mind or one of the practices, and I just heard some kookaburras, and kookaburras mean purpose. Um, and now I've lost the nugget of wisdom I was going to share, and it will come back to me. Oh, is knowing that um, life isn't linear, and that's a very important feeling for you to remind yourself, is that like when you go with the flow and you're following spirit and you're following your guides and your teams, it's not a linear, logical process. I know I don't know every story from your life, so I bring up certain ones that I do know quite well, but I just find the 10 years at the cinema so amazing because it's like, yeah, it doesn't sound logical that you do that and then jump into this incredibly highly successful business like within a second it would seem at the end of it, but it's because that was your quote-unquote path. Like it wasn't linear, it wasn't logical. You know, the logic is you graduate high school and you go to university and you get a business degree and then you start a business and la, 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 la. You did this a really alternative, crazy, amazing way of getting to where you are. So just like feeling that life is not linear, particularly for you, babe. Yeah. Thank you. Because I think I keep trying to make it very linear. And logical. And this should be the next step. Yes. And it should look like this. Well, beautifuls, that's our conversation for today. If you'd like to get in touch, please do. Our details are in the show notes. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a five-star review or share with a friend. And as always, enjoy the ride of following your own heart vibrations.